Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello, and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue. Alongside him is the world-famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and Mr. Joe Grande. And we are live here at MJ BizCon. How you doing today, Mr. Grande? Hey, I'm doing better than Joe because I stayed to the party later. Oh, Joe. You did, actually, you did I, not. I, I, no, you well, didn't. Well, you really no didn't. Blue no and way. I walked out together. We're, we're the, the last, last ones. ones in there, dude. Trust I mean, that's the last ones in the, in the spot, but the last ones of us in the spot. Hold on. Let me ask you a few questions. No, I'm not discussing my day. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough, but I was in there. Uh, but before we get to any of that, I want to... Cali FX is in the house. Yes. Cali FX is full and broad spectrum hemp extracted products <coughs> contain CBD, CBG, and some 1,300 plus other elements and are naturally derived substances from the hemp and plant. Go feel the effects with Cali FX. Canector, find them on IG at Canector. That's C-A-N-E-C-T-A-R, as they are pollinating relationships. Yeah, you definitely want to find oh. that uh, application, okay. Connector, which is dope. And I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. All around the world, you guys, we dopely appreciate it. Yes. Not only greatly, but dopely. Is I just dopely created that new little is dopely a word? I just created it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm coming up with new shit in you Vegas. I'm trying to. I feel like shit. it was. I feel like it was Mark's first time ever talking on the mic right now. I was like, <laughs> Damn, he's still at the party from last night. He's still at the strip club. 800-420-1980 is the number. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news. Yes, and of course, go to the website at cannabistalk101.com is the site as we are the world's number one source. For everything, cannabis at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Well, Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw. Dog, my man Blue, the creator, the inventor, is at one. Christopher Wright. Hello. I am at Joe Grande, fifty-two. On our show tonight, you guys, we got a chance to be hanging out at a spot, 
And we see this big brother that looked like Mark Washerman. I couldn't <laughs> tell if they were brothers or not when they were sitting on the show set. He seven. must have been dressed very nicely. <laughs> he was, because we have Jameer Miller. If you followed the UCLA Bruins, you watched him there. You watched him go to the NFL doing his thing, playing for the Browns, the car, all kinds of things, and doing his thing. He's retired. So we meet him there. We see him here, Jameer Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, brother. Why, thank you. You know, <laughs> and not only that, it was it was great to see you. Thank you. It was great to see you last night at our little after party event with all yeah, the other man. NFL cats that were yeah, in the building, oh and all yeah. the other athletes. I love how you guys all congregate together. You know, the brotherhood. Those that stay together play together. <laughs> so we gotta keep it tight. You know, we at the spot, so we want to make sure we're good. But you know, we truly appreciate you. And now, you know, you know why you thought that Mark and I look because you know I said shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so are you familiar with the Pop Brothers at Law and their little... I am familiar. <laughs> no. Oh, no. That, that being said, so what's your interest in the cannabis game? I know you're here in um, Vegas. I don't know if yeah. you stay here or what, what's going on. Well, down? I came down. Uh, my brother and I, we founded a little company called LePay. LePay. Uh, LePay, Le yeah. We're, we're right down in Arizona. Um, and we cultivate and we supply product to uh, numerous dispensaries in our area. Um, so, and my brother here, he runs and owns uh, two dispensaries down in uh, Tucson. What are they? What's the name? What, what is your name, sir? I'm sorry. It's uh, Brian Ward. Brian, nice to have you on, Brian. Yeah. And uh, Brian's your good-looking brother, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know you gotta have one. Right? You gotta have it. We yeah. all have. One. What are the name of the dispensaries out there? Uh, the Prime Leaf. So we're down in Tucson. Uh, the Prime Leaf. Then we have a, a national. Get brand. closer to the mic, Brian, please. Oh, yeah, the Prime Leaf down in Tucson, and then we have a national brand that we're going, uh, hopefully, LePay, and then also grown for. So. So how did this come about? Is it you, Brian, that came up with it? Is it you, Jameer, that said it? Is it like how does this whole process come together with you guys coming together and, and building these franchises? You know, I was burning one in the backyard, <laughs> and um, you know, I realized that I hadn't taken a Percocet in somewhere about a year. Yeah, right. and right. I'm like, you know what? It must be something to this product. You know, something to this plant. And uh, from there, I realized that it really meant something to me personally. And that right around that same time, uh, they started offering up uh, medical licenses in Arizona. So that's when I realized that not only could this be a product that, you know, something that, you know, I know can make me feel better and keep me from dying early. It could be something that we could build and turn into a real profitable business. I mean, we talked to some of these NFL players that were on the show and we got to hear war stories oh. and all kinds of medical issues. And as a linebacker that you were... You're taking hits and not only taking, but you're giving hits because you got a you know a left tackle, right tackle coming at you. You got a guard pulling or a center pulling on the outside to come around. It's not so bad. Don't forget the about don't forget about that obsolete position that existed called fullback. I was yeah, gonna say fullbacks fullback. are the crazy thing Man. about a fullback. They're like a center or a nose guard, but faster than them, one hundred percent. And they're so much stronger. A buddy of mine named Mike Carney. I don't know if you remember Mike Carney. Carney played for the Saints. He was a fullback, and every time I see him and I'm around him, even like personally, our kids play soccer together. I'm like, dude, you're such a beast. If you were to come down on me right now, my son punked me too, and he goes, "Hey, Dad, you think Mike Carney could beat you up?" And I go. Yeah, probably. Uh, hey, <laughs> that guy? You know what? Yeah. That guy? Yeah, yeah he, probably, he probably beat your daddy's ass. You know? <laughs> but but yeah. my point is you take a lot of hits. You've taken a lot of hits from all these different players and given a lot of licks. Yeah, I, I, I like to think that I gave more than I took. You know Hell I mean? yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have lasted 10 years if I had been taking them. But, so you're a giver, but not a taker. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like to give. You know, I, I love to give. But, 
it, nonetheless, I did, you know, suffer a few concussions. Back then, they didn't really make a big-ass deal about it like they do now. They just um, shoved you full of opiates. Yeah, yeah, they just say, hey, man, take this, take this, use some smelling salt, get back out there. You know, that's, you Jameer, that's a, that's a big thing for me, and, and the reason I say that is because, you know, we had Jim McMahon, Kyle Turley, and Evan Britton, all these guys, and they've been on our show several times. They're good friends of the show. And as an athlete, you know, the first form of, of treatment is – opioids you know and and so by by having to go through that and and you know the addiction that comes with it now having the cannabis plant how do you feel that that the industry is going to change you know because i think it's super important that we we touch on that because some people out there are still just taking opioids and and don't think that cannabis is anything but a a drug and you're and we're going huh you know it's like what what are you talking you know so what what are your thoughts it's going to be uh one hard one mind at a time Yes. Right. You know, because uh, look, well look how it's growing right now. You know, nobody would have thought that, you know, this little thing well. that probably started in a garage would turn into something that filled up three halls, you know. So right. when you really look at it from a uh, perspective of the growth of the industry, um, you know it's there. You know, my goal and my fight is to bring folks of color and sure. all color into, into the light so that they can, you know, do what they need to do legally understand how to pay taxes, understand how to grow your business, understand how to set it up so that you can create generational wealth. Right. Because that's where we are right now. And those that don't believe it, they'll see it in five, 10 years, they'll be be like, oh my God, Yeah. it really happened. You know what I think they should do for federal legalization that I, you know, you've recently heard me say, I don't think it's happening, but if they're able to make it happen, you know, one of the problems I said was, What's going to happen to all the jobs at all the jails and institutions where they're going to release all of these people? We always need tremors. Yeah, <laughs> you right there on that one. Are people in jail all over the country for nonviolent cannabis charges alone? And if that happens, it's going to be sweeping, and everybody's going to be all these jobs are going to be lost, and so on and so forth. But I think. If they do it right, it's going to... We already know how many jobs are, are, are created by the legal cannabis industry. And if the federal legalization comes along, I think it, could, it should come with the stipulation that all those who are incarcerated that are getting released... Immediately. ...should have a job in the cannabis Immediately. space. Immediately. Immediately. And, and everybody who's operating in the black market should have an easy opportunity to come right over and get licensed and regulated. That's man. my two cents. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, hey, what are your thoughts on that, young oh, man? It, it's the, absolutely the fight. I mean, I, I think, you know, I came from a, a different background, but I came from the Department of Justice. That's so I, wow. I worked uh, training law enforcement prosecutors and judges um, on different crimes, not, not drug crimes, but the advocacy part of this it was the most important part to me. I mean, I think it's the most important conversation that we have at our dispensaries. I think it's the most important conversation that you have at your community mem- members. Um, and trying to get support and getting people to recognize that, that there is a normalization that has to happen and there's also some, some things that have to be fixed. I mean, to me, those dispensaries and growing this plant are just the, the vessel to really have that community and, and, uh, and legislative change that really has to happen well, that, to right that, the wrong. This is real interesting because what we, you know, you're a crossover, right? Mm-hmm. You're someone that was just on the other side. I mean, obviously not 
you know, for cannabis, but for other things. And then now you're on this side of it and, and you have the understanding that it's obviously medical because if we thought it was something that was harming people, none of us would be here. Yeah. I mean, there, well, some of us, I mean, some people have the, they don't care, but, but ultimately there's obviously some kind of feeling. So where does that feeling come from, from you to, to, to now use, utilize your education and bring it to this industry? Cause that's super important to us as well. Yeah. I mean, it all starts at home, right? I mean, I, I came from a very low social economic status. I had lots of family members. I've had, my father was in prison as life like I never saw him outside of prison sure so you know understanding what that what that is and that that's what powers your messaging right I mean that's what fuels you you know you can't can't teach hungry and so you know, I think going after it and, but when we sat down and we started talking to like people in our dispensaries it's 55 to 65 age group that was coming in isn't that you know, funny that's all, the craziest yeah, part about those stats yeah. I love seeing all those. of them were spending you know four to five hundred dollars a month when they could spend seventeen dollars a month you know at CBS and so for me that conversation was was real quick you know like who can you talk to how can you figure out because in 2014 people weren't having that crossover where people were you know pushing away the opiates to you know and using cannabis as that and so it was just an important thing to advocate for. And so for me, that, you know, it's in, it's in your heart, right? I mean, that's where it comes from. And so, and I mean, as you say that, that's kind of like the evolution of once you open the doors <laughs> to a great product. Bless you, by the way, Mark. Thank you. Um, but Brian, what was your reason, your why to even start a dispensary? Because you don't have one, you have two. And then you hook up with your brother here and say, let's get a brand going. What is that? Why? Because there's got to be some deeper passion of like, dude, I want to do this. Unless you're the money guy and that's said, hey, I got, I got a great no, money I'm idea. Like, but what, what is it? What's that passion? Yeah. I, lost I like Jameer's because he was in the backyard smoking. He got, I got an idea. Right, yeah. What's yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, he's not, not taking pills anymore. So that's a big, that's the big uh, reason. Absolutely. I want to know your reason, Brian. Yeah, so I lost, I lost my mother and my grandfather both to opiates. I'm sorry to uh, hear. Oh, opiates. Yeah. Yeah. So Number for, one killer for white males too, which yeah. is crazy to think yeah. that. True Sorry story. To hear that. Yeah. yeah. So for 20 years, you know, and I never questioned it. And so I think that was the most important part to me is is having something that, you know, was exciting. You know, as an as an industry um, that was going to change people's lives and that you could really advocate for and create social change. Right. Period. Yeah. Yes, yeah. a big thing. Well, thank and, you, man. Yeah, thank, all thank those you. things are deep. And once again, where's uh, the name of your dispensaries? Uh, we're the Prime Leaf down in Tucson. And the, you guys are our partners. Or yeah. you guys, and, and yeah. how did your partnership come about? I mean, uh, that's family. Just your family, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we we decided he was doing this thing. I've been doing mine forever, and we decided finally let's bring it together. Sure. So, now, now I, I heard you guys are talking to my brother. You know it. You know it. <laughs> What's going on with him? You guys, it's too you early to talk about it. Or like, no, it's not. You know, we got a uh, Ray's going to be a, a cultivation baby. Yeah. You know, we're getting all that cracking. We got a. That's you know weird. where it is. We can't go I into do know where it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going down. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. They're in the business with his brother. In the works. Yeah. yeah, man. That's Contracts awesome. In the works right now. That's awesome. You know, he was excited to, to get you guys out here. My brother, shout out to my brother, Ray, man. Um, you know, he, great dude. He, him and, and our yeah, whole yeah. family's. He's the good looking one in the family. Yeah. He's the good looking one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray looked like a fullback, though, you know. Yeah, he does. He got he a little, like a little size. Of him. I remember when I first met him, too. I go, okay, cool. He looks like he'll whoop Chris's ass. Yeah. <laughs> big, big brother, tell Blue, shut up. Yeah, the petrified smoke shop. You know what it is, is, is you know, just a backstory. Our father was in the cannabis industry our whole lives, you know, and, and, you know, mom was taboo with it, but in our home, it wasn't really illegal, you know, because it was just happening. And when we started growing up, we realized, damn, dad's a trapper, you know what I mean? Like, it's just what it is. He grew weed, he, he, he had it all the time. So naturally, we fell into that footsteps. And then I went into like distribution and I was a backpack boy. So I started doing, you know, it really, really heavy. And, um, in 2010, I did a, a huge publicity stunt 
and, uh, and I, I, I was 63 most Googled in the world all of a sudden, and, 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 and my brother and everybody else is like, look, you live in Huntington Harbor, you got a house behind, a boat behind your house, and what do you do? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, and they're just like, you know, hey, dude, like you're, you're doing too much. So bottom line was, is I, I kind of started figuring out how to reinvent myself, created the show Cannabis Talk 101 and, and, and you know, years in the making and, and being loyal to our industry and the people and not being a runner. You know, I always, there's a lot of people that are fast food. They come in, they don't have a, you know, they don't have the strength or the energy to really stay in this industry and yeah. do people right. So they come in for a second, they try and get whatever they can, they leave and Unfortunately, you know, that's just part of any emerging industry. But, you know, the people that are here to stay, you'll, you'll know because they'll, they'll start to, you know, they'll find their way. Yeah. And so we were very fortunate, man. But I, I appreciate you guys even considering working with my brother. Like I said, I hope it all works out well. Oh, it's already and, worked out. It's just like I said. Yeah. And and obviously you will have our support, man, 1,000%, you know. Yeah. So, you know, and we, we could help. And we appreciate that because we got our new strains up here in the front. Yeah, those what are, are they? Those are new strains. I can't see them from the back, but we got Dior. We got some runs. We got some riddles. riddles. Nice. We got a... Yeah, that one shot. Short, short. One shot. Oh, one shot. Yeah. Oh, one shot. Yeah, okay. that's that, that one hit a quitter. Nice, dude. That's the one shot. <laughs> yeah, dude, this thing's packed, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That thing is packed. <laughs> it's popping out right there. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that, those are a few new strains that we bring into the table. We want to make sure they were colorful so all the good people online beautiful. can see them. They look beautiful. Anything else, guys, before we let you guys get out of here that you want to, you know, talk about or plug? No, I just want to thank you for having us in. And, thank and you guys. I appreciate the crusade, and we're here to help. You no, know man, we yeah. got it. Thank man. you. Teamwork. Yeah, thank Teamwork makes the dream work, guys. All day. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101, and we'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. 
oracle.com slash strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 live here at MJ BizCon. And Jameer Miller, that was awesome. Thank you very much. Joe Grande. It's, you know, it's so good to have all these, uh, let alone NFL players, legends, and then you get the cannabis legends. Yes. That come walking around and we see them show to show, spot to spot. And when you talk about legends in the cannabis game, folks, the name Harrer is right there on the top of the list. Yes. And the father, also known as Jack Herrera, but the son is a legend himself. Dan Herrera, thank you so much for coming on the show with us, brother. It's always good to have you. He's the CEO of Jack Herrera Brands, Hair Group, also Hair Media and Publishing. You can follow him on Instagram at Jack Herrera Brands. And uh, make sure you check that out. And I can't wait to talk about all the brands that you have going on, Jack. Thank you so much for being here at MJ Biz. Yes. And it's, it's just always good to see you out at night at the parties and, and everything. And we've already seen you a bunch of times uh, on this lovely trip. How have you felt MJ BizCon has been so far for you as I've seen you everywhere? Well, thanks for inviting me on the show. MJ Biz is... It's always uh, amazing to see the growth in cannabis since, uh, you know, the being on the streets of activism, you know, trying to get cannabis legal and have access to it to coming to events like this, which, you know, when you give people an opportunity to, to actually use something to its full utility, you get to see all the amazing uh, ideas, uh, products, processes come together in, in a way that, you know, we could, we, we'd always dream that it could happen. And then you come here and you realize that it's that it's right there and, and the future is before us, you know, and it's it's always uh, humbling. It is. And talk about the brands you have that you're working with. What's under the belt with all this Jack Herrera brands? Well, uh, you know, licensing, the, licensing this brand from state to state, working with, uh, you know, companies that recognize uh, my father's work, what the brand is, um, what, what our products are with our, our flour and our distillates and our diamonds and our other products from the cannabis side, as well as the clothing uh, that we produce that are, that are from hemp, from my hats to my shirts or jackets. You know, I, I got a question. I mean, it, it has to be <laughs> happening, right? I mean, the name is such a powerful name. It's been around for decades and and so are people you know not paying royalties for it when they're using it how is that working for you i mean oh. that's got to be that's a, a mess it's got to be a, <laughs> i mean it's got to be right i mean you know or, well i will tell you that there's amazing people in this industry that recognize the brand and want to license and we and we do everything that we can to accommodate those relationships and build those relationships and friendships because if they're representing this family and this name and my father's legacy, yeah, it can't just be about money. It has to be about community. Yeah, and if they're not embracing the community and the ideas of my father's will, that you know, the things that help to create what help to create what, 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 you we're, know, all <laughs> what we're all doing here, you know. So, yeah. so major whether they're a corporation or whether they're a local grower, you know, if if they're if they're connected to the community as I I believe that this brand is. 
um, you know, we're always they're doing for, the right thing. We're always looking for the relationships that reach out to us and actually want to license. And there are there are some great companies that have done that, and there's lots of things that are in development, which uh, sure. I, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to be, be wary well of the the fakers and the the ones that are ripping it off, and that's been going on for a long time with well, your brand. Well, you know, I think when you, when you come from where cannabis has been, where it was it was always something that was done from person to person, and it wasn't really a commercially based product. It was a community-based product. It was like, hey, I've got this for my friend down the street, or hey, this is, you know, that's that was a whole different thing. Today, it's the use of the name in commerce right. that creates the problem. What was it like growing up with uh, your dad? <laughs> your I mean, at the, at the forefront of the cannabis movement before it was, you know, the thing to do. What was it like uh, with? plants around or were they, you know, I'm picturing there's just plants everywhere right yeah you know it wasn't really plants it was more like pounds because <laughs> yeah. we, we, there wasn't a growing back then there was just moving things <laughs> you know but my, my father through the 70s and through the 80s you know he wasn't this grower but you know he, he did he did move flour and and by doing that he took all of that money that he did um, you know how he ever however he made money he took all of that money and put it into um, you know, putting propositions on a ballot in order for people to vote. So every dollar that he ever made, uh, he went put, back to the it, industry. It, it, it went back to ending prohibition, getting people out of jail, telling the truth about cannabis, and ending this war on people and a plant. Do you well, know, it, go ahead, Mark. What was it that really spearheaded your father to go in that direction from the get-go? Like, what was, was, was there one particular thing that set him off? Yes, there was. There we go. Let's hear it. And you know, it, and it's an age-old, you know, issue. It was, it was a woman. Ah. <laughs> they motivate us in the I right way sometimes. Yeah, so uh, positively. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, the, what happened was my. Was my, that the woman that had you? <laughs> no, it was not. Okay. Um, but it's the woman who inspired my father to to, uh, to follow this, and. Uh, you know, my father caught my mother smoking cannabis in the late 60s, right. and he was so right. You know, he was anti-everything, thought all cannabis users wow. and anti-war protesters should be taken out and summarily shot. Wow. And then he got high. Um, <laughs> that's like that. a number one hit, right? <laughs> I was about to go to school, and then I got high. That'll change your mind. But, yeah. but she, uh, she, he was going to have my mother turned in, and uh, you know, take the kids away from her. And he went back to his ho his uh, his apartment, where there was a young law student that was there. And he confided in her that he was going to have his ex-wife arrested. She's and, like, "You're tripping." And bro. she goes, "You're a fucking idiot." Right. <laughs> and and for some reason, that endeared her to him. And he continued to try to ask her out after that. And she says, "I can't hang out with you. You're too square." And after a couple of months, she said, "Come smoke some pot with me. We'll hang out." And then that, that evening literally changed my father's life. And he went from being super, you know, Barry Goldwater Republican, very conservative, uh, to being, you know, the king of the hippies in the 70s and the, the proponent of every, um, you know, uh, initiative to legalize cannabis since 1976. So 76, 1980, 84, 88, 92. And then with the proposition of proposition two, with the proposition 215 passing, in 96 with Dennis Perone, um, you know, the world has never been the same. And it's funny because your dad also wrote the book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes. I mean, he's done so many things in this cannabis space. 
And I know it's just looking at something that you really don't know the true answer, but you are his seed. So the question to you is, what do you think your dad would feel like and say when he'd come to an MJ BizCon and everything right. that he's seen, and now this is the biggest MJ BizCon in history, 2021, here in beautiful Las Vegas. What do your gut say when you go home and you're laying down like, Dad, look at this event now. Look yeah. at the party I went to. Look at this. Look at that. Well, I, I will tell you that my father um, would say uh, on one level, because there was some ego to him, he would say, I told you so. Um, on the other side, he would... I like that. Absolutely. That's fair. That's good. That's okay. That's yeah, good. I want to hear that. that. You know, and, and he did. He said it. He'd been doing it. He was an activist forever. So I told you so. This is going to happen. Yeah. So seeing what is happening here, for him, it would also be humbling. My dad was also a very tender person. He would probably, uh, he would probably have some tears over how, how much this plan has not just changed his life and the people that he was surrounded, but if you look at every one of these companies that are here that are participating that have a dream, they have employees, they have families. These families and these employees are being supported by this plant that he had spent a lifetime fighting for. From that, he would be incredibly humbled. And I, I think that he would be right here cheering on every single one of these companies, you know, whether it's product or process. Sure. And, and on the other side, he would be fucking hella pissed off that governments use this plant and, 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 and continue to govern and, and suppress its access. Um, through its regulations, through all of the things that we have to be and do and twist and turn and contort as a cannabis community, you know, we have to live by these compliance codes and these access codes. And, 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 and in, a, in a sense, you know, we are living, we, we have access to cannabis, but it's more like state-sponsored extortion. Sure. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you want you want to be in cannabis? Oh, it's going to cost you this much for a permit. Oh, you want to grow cannabis? Well, it's going to cost you five dollars a square foot for just the space. Oh, wait a minute, you want to transport cannabis? Oh, that's going to be another tax. What do you mean you want to sell cannabis? No, that's uh, going to be another tax. That's a whole and show. So, so, that's, so then <laughs> it then, gets exhausting when it, you say it that oh, way. Dan, damn you. But but even in that so true. but even in that sense, when the states go, we're going to open up a new green zone. All of a sudden individuals who own the properties in those green zones that couldn't have rented that space for 85 cents a Boom. square foot a square foot now they go like oh my god we can sell cannabis in this community now we're gonna you know the the price on the buildings instead of it being a million dollars is eight million dollars instead of being 85 cents a square foot it's five dollars and 85 cents a square foot so even even people that aren't attached to uh, government regulations all get into the extortion of cannabis tax yeah, and, and you know what it, the, the, I've seen so much of that right in the last let's call it seven eight years or whatever it's been and it's interesting because a lot of these people have no idea and they're just sitting there going well you pay three times the amount and you're going what you know like where, where is that and it's and you're literally and then and then there's someone behind it going well i'll do it which i mean it almost takes away from what the plant's about and and I don't think that people really understand that because if they really understood the plant and they understood what they were doing, I think they'd have more compassionate and, and they would really focus. But what they think is it's a green rush and these guys are going to get rich and this and that. And it's like, no, we're trying to help people. Like the real the real industry guys are trying to help people. Like they care. We all care. It, like It should be community before commodity. We know yeah. that it's going to be commoditized. We know that there's money to be made. Look at what MJ BizCon is. Sure. You know, but it doesn't have to eliminate 
the actual substance and the base and the, and the foundation of what, what created the, 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 the acceptance of cannabis. It doesn't have to be at the expense of the community that fought for it. It doesn't have to be the exp at the expense of the consumer who now has to pay extortionary price just for the access of it. I mean, if you think that during COVID that all of these states that had the, the cannabis companies stayed open as a necessity, it wasn't because they believed in cannabis or even that they wanted people to get medicine. It was because it was the biggest tax revenue for any state that's selling it. And that was the reason why it was open during COVID. Greed. Yeah, it's crazy when you say all these things like that, and it's so true. It's, 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 just, a, it's, it's interesting to see it all again. Yeah, it, just, it brings me down. Yeah. Thanks for ruining the show, Dan. No. <laughs> you know, but yeah, thanks yeah, for ruining yeah, MJ BizCon like, oh, for me, by the way. You know, we had a great time with you hanging out. Can you not bring up that <laughs> the, shit? The, the truth came the, I mean, out. Can't we just hang out like we did all weekend and not be so honest you know, about this scenario? You know what? What do you, you think? Know, it, it, can't, it, can't all, it can't all be, you know, everybody's making money and this is all great. Can't we just talk about the Jack Rare Golf Tournament and have a good time? Hey. Uh, I'll be I'll be I'll be waiting for your contribution the next time we set it up. But the, but the, real, go, go ahead, go ahead. the reality is is that there are companies that put fifty million dollars, hundred million dollars into a growth. It's real spit, dog. Everything you're saying is real. It's the real. Yeah. Okay, but if these same companies would put twenty million dollars into changing the laws that are in these states that are that are actually directing cannabis and its access. We could change and have a fair, balanced, equitable system across cannabis, and all all people in cannabis, consumer or company, would be able to benefit by all of these millions and millions and millions of dollars that are being invested to being able to change the narrative from something that needs to be suppressed or or protected, or that having the community protected, um, that we could actually uh, have a really engaging, wonderful relationship with community and this commodity. Dan, how does that rollout really look, though? I mean, let's let's because I'm I'm. I love how articulate you are in this and you understand it so well. What does that rollout look like on a federal level? Not what you want, but what you think it's going to be. And, 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 you know, because there's two things I know, right? There has to be, right? So, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? the, like, the government is never going to really make things better because I don't know anything that the government's yeah. ever been involved in that they didn't fuck up. Sure. Thank so, you. <laughs> hear that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, hear that, Joe, Joe. <laughs> It you know what? I I, 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 um, I just like to thank the government for my insurance right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the healthcare. Yeah, like yeah. And thank you for the money that they gave me during the pandemic. You know, I'm just oh, saying. There's a couple of things. I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that there aren't good things. No, I'm just I know, saying I know, when, just when, it, when it comes to imagine, imagine how far we would be in the cannabis industry today if if the efforts to understand it and and work with it from a scientific and industrial op applications weren't suppressed for 90 years imagine or, or imagine if they'd work together and imagine if they'd look at what the vote was this past <laughs> year where the green vote outvoted anything and everything on any ballot across the whole 50 states in this beautiful country and to also think if this government would look at the money that it generates and come up with something that goes hey Every state can prosper. Every city can prosper. All these people can get affected in the most positive way ever by just going, let's make it federally legal. Of course, I think it's easier said than done because there's so many aspects. Yes, it, can. it can't. I'm just saying, as you say that, Jack, I agree 1,000 with you. And there's so many situations and scenario that I could jump on my soapbox and just yeah. continue jump. to go, you're right, you're right, you're right. But jump. You it know, ain't going to happen. Mark just sits here and says it's not going to happen. I'm <laughs> trying to be look like? faithful. You know, you what what is your gut say, Because I, I, I keep saying this. I think it's Costco. 
go, I think it's your smoke shops. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, think the infrastructure too. is already set up. And, what are they going to yeah, do with all those jails? Infra- infrastructure all is being set up, but control hasn't been done yet. The control is still, you know, we, we've, we've asked to come out of the dark and into this new commercial market. But we were not necessarily the businessmen that have been creating industry, creating you know uh, you know appli- you know access to the to you know to the investment markets in New York. These companies will come in. They they're already here. Whether they're alcohol and tobacco, uh, whether they're pharma, those those companies are already part of the space. But they're doing it quietly. If you're talking about uh, from a from an automobile standpoint. You know, BMW and Mercedes have been making their automobile parts using cannabis for almost 20 years, but they sure. don't talk about it. You know, so all of these, until until there's a, 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 a purging from the United States federal government that says cannabis is acceptable and that there's safe banking, um, there's not going to be anything but the continued suppression of the cannabis industry until companies like these big commercial or corporate juggernauts come in and say, okay, we're going to come in and we're going to take over and we'll, we'll take it over from here. And by the way, we're not going to pay 60% tax. We're not going to pay There's 40%. No yeah. They're going to ask for the same concessions doing cannabis as they are doing oil. And until they have the ability to do that, we're going to struggle. We're going to, but, but the thing is, but is that a the good cannab- thing for the, the industry? Can- the cannabis community is fucking resilient. Look at this. All of this has happened through federal prohibition. For those who have never been to an MJ BizCon, I'm telling you, you got to do that. If you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously kind of curious or in the game. And if you haven't been here, you're truly missing out. Yeah. And and how does that, I mean, like I said, like, what do you, do you feel though that those big operators are, I know they're coming on, right? And I know, and I know they're going to break down the the taxes and they're going to get rid of these criminal taxes. I actually like this theory about the big companies telling the government that because that's what it really takes, right? Like when big companies do that, I haven't even heard of that concept. And then, but when you say it like that, when those big companies that basically run the country, like your Walmart, the world, like your, exactly, the you know what I mean? They run the world, right? So yeah. these Walmarts, these other companies, the Costco's, the the, this and that, the yeah. Amazon. They say, "Look, it, man, we're going to do that. We need to make this happen." That's when they need to have those powerhouses. And let's NFL. get Facebook in there, in there, Google, and say, "Let's make cannabis go," because sure. those are the companies that, like you say, really right. make shit change and happen. And what does it come down to? That big money, baby, and that big dollar is going to change it. But God willing, I hope say, you're right. It's not to say that they they may not find a heart. They may not have a heart now the way that we perceive it. But, you know, the funny thing about canna- cannabis is when it touches you, when it becomes part of you, when, when you have an experience that you feel or see or, or ex- you know, have that's life-changing, you see what it does for somebody's life, you see how powerful the plant is, not the money that comes from it. And that is the most powerful thing about this plant is the community that embraces it, loves it, and and the way that it affects them. And, and we still deal with the propaganda, though, of the stoner, you know what I mean? The, well, this is your egg, this well, is your brain, all the bullshit that right. we've been taught as kids. The, the narrative has there. to change. Yeah, and, 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 and I believe it is by things like this and by the other big companies getting involved. I really love the fact what this MJ BizCon is doing. It's professional, it's legit. Uh, when we had the CEO on, he described it in such a way of what they were looking to do. And I believe that movement is rolling in the right oh, direction, right. but it's slow. Uh, and it's Mark Washington, we know what though? That's what you are. Tease. That's what you did to You're me last night. You were teasing tease. me. <laughs> you went up to the ball. Like, you went well, up to crashed. the uh, you disappeared. No, but, uh, I crashed but, at the party. Right. Hey, well, what's going to happen when federal uh, legalization comes like you want it, Joe, and then there's mass 
unemployment because uh, all these employment. people. What do you mean? It's mass going bigger. unemployment from all the people who well, lose their job from the prisons to close, the jails to close. All of that's going to close Those are going to close down. There's, hold on. Whoa. Hold on. Mark. Are you telling me as a lawyer, a criminal defense lawyer, there's not enough idiots out there that are still going to get in trouble besides cannabis? No, it's mostly surrounding cannabis. Oh, my God. The, the, is that the, what you're the running The amount with? of people who are incarcerated. The amount of people who are incarcerated on non-violent cannabis charges. You know. I do. He knows. So, so to think about this, and this is, this is, this is the trade-off that's been this. happening. With the, with the ending of the war on drugs and all of the millions or billions of dollars that the federal government has paid to the local municipalities, if they are not going after cannabis users, if they are not incarcerating, if they're not sending them to treatment centers, if they're not going into you know uh, all of these things, if they're not employing lawyers, if they're not employing bailiffs and and court reporters and the people that are working in the jails, if if these if these people are now displaced because cannabis people aren't taking up those beds, and now there's job layoffs, that there's another problem, but it's a problem the government caused by creating the narrative and the danger around the understanding of what cannabis is. So the outcome is we'll deal with it. And events like this start to dispel those lies and the misinformation and start to give a new narrative of what cannabis is, and what the cannabis industry is, and who the cannabis people are. If you look at the people that are parts of these companies, these are engineers, these are designers, these are mathematicians. These, Lawyers, the, doctors, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, these yeah. scientists. So it's a not, lot of educated, it's, it's a lot not of educated stoners bodies. and hippies. It's people who consume a plant that is good for them, their lives, their families, their communities, and their pockets. Well, and a lot of these people, to be honest, are just like are starting to realize they had their careers. They were afraid to to come out of that green closet. But yep. then once the door kind of opened, it was like, yo, I, I, I thoroughly get this. Let's go full speed. Yep. And now we have, I mean, I, I, I there's plenty of investors, uh, uh, bankers, uh, you know, very intelligent people that are in this space right now. But why is there a clog? Like, I, I, I just, you know, why isn't it just like... Be, 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 because... You know, is it the is the, it the, the is it the barrier? jails? Is it the jails? No, I mean, it's, you know, no. I don't. I don't think many people are afraid of going to jail for cannabis any, anymore. I mean, there. No, I mean, the people that are already incarcerated. The, the people that are incarcerated, bro. We need to get them out. I mean, if if I'm out here licensing a product to be sold as cannabis, and I'm not in jail, yet somebody else who's doing or right. did the same fucking thing, that, you know. 30 they years ago, 40 years, they're still in jail. This Got is it, an man. absolute, that's the fucking crime. Ignorance of yes. what this plant is, is the fucking crime. Sure. And the book that my father wrote, The Emperor Wears No Clothes, The Truth of Cannabis and Its History, is is that catalyst and has been since 1985. And today, in 2020, 2021, that book is still just as relevant, just as powerful, and just as inspiring to tell people, to help people to understand this plant, change their ideas, understand what cannabis is and what it could be, if it's used to its full utility. So we're not just surviving in a future, but thriving in it. And, and by being yeah. able to look at this information and understanding that this country would not exist if it were not for cannabis, Every one of our founding fathers grew it. Every one wow. of them used it. Every one of them, Thomas Jefferson and, smuggled it into this country. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and it was. It's more, just and, great. And Your knowledge more, is unbelievable. And it's a more sustainable product than than all the other things that were. That's using. the other craziest part. You know, of and, and so and that's what you know. It, it, 
we can go into a whole another oh way about this, right? <laughs> Jack, it's always great to have you on the show with us, man. And thank you for <laughs> hanging out with us at the party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, you yeah, know, I, I want to give more credit because let's Mark. Him, let's just call him Steve. At the oh, I mean, it. yeah, Dan. I'm not calling him Dan. Dan. I just looked at <laughs> him and I read Jack. You, 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 Sorry, I Dan. I know this is like a I call him Dan 14 times a day, every other day, and I look right at him and I see Jack. I probably, I'm like, let's just call him Steve right now. I never take offense to it. I know that I resemble my father at times, especially when I start yes. yapping at the mouth. Well, right there, yeah, yeah, it was just so poetic. And then you no, mentioned your dad's book. I, and I just looked up, and you have both Jack Career on your hat <laughs> head, and your head, shirt. Everywhere. I thought it was your name tag, for God's <laughs> sakes. But, Dan, you know I know your name, and I see you all the time. That being said, you're a lot smarter than Mark Wasserman gave you credit for, and you talk a lot brighter than that, as he was telling me. I don't know about this Dan guy, Joe. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, right. Come on, Once man. again, I got another great guest for oh, us. Oh, always. Uh, and yes. I just want to know your thoughts so that we can get our back stroked and padded. How did you have? Did you have a good time at the party? Because you look like you're having a blast. Uh, I, I had a great time, and thank you so much hey. for all the access that you got to all of the people that uh, that I know and love. Dan uh, rolls and, deep, and, and I will tell oh, you. Oh yeah, I know. I we had a lot of people in there. Where were Dan? Where were Dan? Where were Dan? Okay, I'm, come on, I'm come telling on. you that Pack um, has every reason to pretty much hate me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they mentioned you at the club too. They go, "Who's this Dan Herrera?" <laughs> He's got 1,500 friends. Oh no, exactly. It was a great time. Well, well you said come. Through. Hey, yeah. you came hey, through real big. Through. We I mean like it. it. That's called Big Willie style. Thank you for coming on the show with us, brother. It's Cannabis Thank Talk 101. So we'll be right back after this. Yes. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, sit back, and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 live right here at MJ BizCon. And let me tell you guys, we have a special guest, Joe. We do have a special guest. And before we get to them, I just got to remind everybody, if you're looking to start growing, well, it all starts with a seed. So head over to rocketseeds.com for a trusted cannabis seed where thousands of clients around the world have come to depend on Rocket Seeds as the trusted source for a quality seed. And blue, it's at a fair price. Rocketseeds.com is the website. Now, this guest that we're having on the show right now, Brian Grays, he's actually the president and CEO of Rotary Garden Hydroponics North America. You can find them on Instagram at rotarygarden underscore NA for North America. Brian Gray, welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, a pleasure. I'm, I'm really excited to be here for a couple of different reasons, and one of them is seeing an old friend Joe here. But, um, and seeing you guys uh, do this podcast here at MJ Biz is exciting for us, especially you know, launching our Rotary Garden. And, and what is exactly Rotary Garden? Well, right now we have, it's technology where we're doing cultivation, indoor cultivation at its best. Um, we're turning a new leaf into in the hydroponics where, you know, um, we get lesser, less time uh, for cultivation, more um, energy consumption, more, you know. When you le- say less yield. time cultivation, how, how, how less time? How does that even work? Ten weeks. What are we looking at? Ten weeks. Ten uh, weeks less? In ten weeks time, you're going to have a full harvest. Wow. What? Yeah. And it's 65% less energy. Is this 50- like the Incredibles or something? Like, what are you making it, over there, Doug? When you yeah. said that, I just took it to a, a Disney movie. Like, what do you mean? It's German en- engineered. It's German engineered. Well, That's you look like a German. Yeah. 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 Clearly a German. Huh? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, hey, so, I mean, how'd you come up with this technology? So, I mean, so my partners did Canatop. They're um, based out of Berlin. It was where um, our, our, our main office is out of. But um, they're down in Uruguay right now and uh, Argentina where they're building out for the government for these. They, they've been Actually, this technology hasn't been new. It's not new. It's been around for a long time. Just not to the U.S. It's it just not to the U.S. or the innovation that comes with it now with the computer programs and all that stuff that go with so, it. So run us by it, like through it on a, on a play-by-play, right? How does someone use it? Yeah, how does it work? Like, you know, imagine you're sitting there with your eyes closed and Listen you just like, to this. tell us exactly. Absolutely. Explain yeah, it. Absolutely. Give, us, give us that play-by-play. So let's take a look on, on the inside of it, okay? On the inside, you're going to have an 11-foot light bar, LED light bar, and around that light bar, there's going to be a drum some of the drum with the gutters if you look at the roof of a house those gutters like that yeah right. it's just like that there's going to be 16 of those around this 11 foot gutter and there's 20 spots for rock wool cubes to sit in there for your plants to grow wow. so each machine will carry 320 cannabis plants and in 10 weeks time you'll have a harvest of i don't want to don't hold me on this one but close to 40 pounds per harvest really wow. and 70 square feet of, of space no way yes so it's, it's, it's and they're stackable, and they're stackable. I can in ten thousand square feet, I can make forty thousand square feet by stacking them in a in a place with a roof this high. Wow! All but organic. this high, this is a big building right here, though. It's a big building. You this can stack four. A, you can probably stack about four of them in here. 
Okay. You know? We're like in a Costco style building. Oh, so, it's it's a, so this is a big machine. It's industrial size. It's, it's, it's for the industrial grower. Yeah, you know, um, absolutely. You know, you know, we, we're doing, um, we know that the cannabis side we're going to really win on because where our partners are the University of Hohenheim out of Germany, Stuttgart, Germany. They're a government university that actually grades your, your products agriculturally for the, U, the EU. And so they've been our partners now for going on a year. They're going to be our partners for the next two years. But we already passed with flying colors. I got all the test results back on everything. So everything that I'm saying is actually proven. And I can go ahead and get the records for it and say, look, this is what we're doing. It's so dope to see a brother from San Jose representing that 408 and doing (laughs) some big things with Cats International like this. And in a spot that you're really trying to grow some product. And and let's just face it, folks. It saves you tons of money, tons of time. And time is money. Time is money. You know, when you say this, okay, like, let's just say that the plants weren't in there. Can I stand in it? I mean, or do I have to crouch down? No, you're not going to be able to stand in it from the gutter, from the gutter to the light tip. It's 41 inches. Okay. So you're looking at, especially if you're doing like um, with different genetics and all that, we're, we're looking for like the genetics that are going to be like. And it almost spins? Like, it spins. It rotates around the light. Yeah. So it's always, it's called geotropism. When your plants will, but gravitational pull will make your plants rotate around and get bigger, faster, stronger, almost like they're on steroids from that time of growth. Love that. And that's where you're, you're starting to get wow. the, the most out of your yield. You know, wow. so it's a consistency. <laughs> And, and, scientific. And, 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 and honestly, like, you know, it makes sense, right? Because you're looking for motion. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, a stagnant room is not really healthy no. for plants, right? They mm. need a natural environment, which, ha- which gives movement and, mm. and motion. So, so this technology is actually the gravitational is allowing it to actually, is that what makes it grow faster? Yes. Or is it the, geotropism, yes. It, it is geotropism. It, it, it's geotropism. And that's, that's what you have the, doc, the data on. Yes. Yes. Oh man, this it's is It's funny hit. that new data this like that turns it out because Blue being a you know the legacy guy, your dad, you yeah. doing it, having rooms of growth. Can you imagine the game that we've learned and this and that of you to start growing? I mean, you got like a little micro grow personal one at your house now, what? but it's like these things and technology like Brian's talking about are I believe game changers for the industry Absolutely. and for the legacy folks. You got to be like yeah. and I say you got to be yeah. Blue because you got to be like and as I can tell by the way you're acting, you're geeked like what? What? Yeah. Well, How? Who? Rodeo team well, this? Well, I'm from the Emerald Triangle. I live up in Santa Rosa and Sonoma County, so I go to the Emerald Cup and all these. And I, and I know all my farmers, how they cultivate, you know, traditionally right now, they're on flats. And so if I can give you a better a better description for if we were doing HPS, 600 six, watch APS, yep. it would be five compared to ten. Now, are you? Do you have your own lighting as well? Yes, we do. We actually we use we use our partners Planalux out of Germany. Okay. You know, I want to give a shout out to Planalux. Planalux out there, lighting, they're yeah. great. Um, we've been utilizing them now uh, since the beginning, and we haven't had any issues whatsoever. Now, what kind of energy does this thing draw? I mean, you're talking about an industrial size. We're talking 110, 220. Really? Well, yes. Just a very Just simple. Very simple. We're, we're UL certified. We're GMP certified. Right. Which means good manu- good manufacturing practices. Um, we're EU certified, so we have all of the certifications coming into this out the gate, so we don't have any problems. You know, so we have the university, we have all our licensing, we have all of our certifications. It says that this is going to be the new wave of technology and cultivation. Wow, dude! You're just setting up. Are you guys here at MJ BizCon right now with the whole display? I just came. I came because a couple of investors wanted to see me here, and they're all going to be here at one time. So I just flew out here just to come meet those guys and. Well, I knew Cash. I met Cash up at the Hall of Flowers when you guys were up at the Hall of Flowers oh, up in yeah. Santa Rosa. Yeah. So I met him there, and then we got into talking, and I seen you. I said, I said, is that is that Big Joe? <laughs> Big Joe. Yeah, the- well, they, they, they call him hey, Joe Grande now. Joe. Him- hey, so so tell these cats, Brian, that early story, and walk <sighs> us through, because I've heard glimpses of it. All right, Joe. But when, how old you were when I scarred you for life? Uh, <laughs> I think I was like 16 years old or 15, 15 or 16. I was, uh, I was just a, my cousin was taking me around just a kid following these guys around. 
And, you know, one thing I got to say is they're the hard. You guys are the hardest working sons of bitches in showbiz <laughs> because I remember you, you work very, very hard to get to where you're at. I'm proud of you, man. So I got to give you, you a brother. big salute Thank for you. where you're yeah. at right Appreciate now and what you're doing. Man. You know, yeah. that's that's really right, big. Joe. big joke. Right, Joe. Hey, I, listen, I seen this man come yes. up. This man came from the bottom. He started from the bottom. Now he's here. Yeah, he's, baby. he's doing it big. Looking it's good. all of our work, not just mine. Blue oh, created man. the whole thing. No, no, Joe, it's you, Joe. I didn't invent it. This guy invented it. This guy's the Pop Brothers at Law. It's a team. Work pits over there making it happen. Cal, Jennifer, Erica, Daniel, better Kat, say oh, everybody. Here so, do you guys want to hear an early story right? about Joe? Well, so, yeah, no. yes, you guys want to hear an early story about Joe? Yes. Let's okay. So, it. this is going to include um, uh, a young lady. Uh, rest, rest, rest in peace, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And this is this is great. So, we were in um, San Jose at the arena where the Sharks play at, and it was a concert. And I, I don't know what station you were with at the time. <laughs> Wild 949. Wild 949. Yeah. Yes, you were with Wild 949 at the time, and they're throwing a big concert for Aaliyah. For uh, no, yeah, for just a big concert. Artists. Just tons of artists. But Joe, it was Joe's birthday that weekend, right? So they're all getting together. They're all, Joe, we got something for you. And I didn't know what they were going to do. I'm just like, oh, bopping my head. I'm like, what do you do? They, made them, they had them lay down across the stage. They said, lay down. Somebody's going to sing you happy birthday. Well, Leah comes out to sing happy birthday, but they put a candle on Joe's rumpus. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh yeah. When I laid down on the stage, wait, wait, wait. I laid down butt naked. Yes. Was that, was it? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to bring the x-ray oh, no, in. Go, go ahead. Ta- ta- 100 here, dog. Hey. I, you know, hide well, was so, it on it or in it? No, in it. Open the he, cheeks. He said hey, on listen, it. I was, I was, I was, it was in it. There, oh, was no, a candle, there was a candle sticking Keep out it 100, B. Don't, don't, don't trip. Talk, listen, they, talk no yeah, more. So, 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 so he, they had him Hold on. Let me ask you this as watch it because I don't actually talk. I can't remember talking to somebody in the last... 20-some years about the story, <laughs> uh, who was actually in the audience, yes, right? Yes. So when you're in the audience as a 16-year-old kid and you see this 300-pound man uh, take yeah. off his shirt with orange hair, because yeah. at that time I had orange hair, a silver front tooth, a nose <laughs> yeah. ring, bleached eyebrows. I mean, I was a rock yeah, star, and, 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 right? Yeah, you were so, big and, Joe. You know, there, yeah, exactly. I was big <laughs> Joe up there, big right? Joe. So as you're seeing that guy, Big Joe up there, I take his shirt off, and then I go down and I get butt naked on stage. Butt what naked. are you thinking watching I'm as a like, kid? I'm like, wow. This I didn't know they were gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did not know they were gonna do oh, this. Hey, man. listen, I'm like, hey, I didn't I'm buy all, a ticket to this. Hey, damn hey, it. Hey, but, but I'm like, I'm like, well, this is interesting. You know what I'm saying? As a kid, I'm like, well, is he really gonna do something right now on the stage? He's like, sure enough, Aaliyah comes out. Aaliyah comes out. Aaliyah. Rest in Aaliyah. Peace, Aaliyah. Rest in Aaliyah. And Joe was laying there. And you know what's funny? Now you said the orange hair. You did have orange hair. Oh, yeah. You did have orange hair. Yeah, and he lays down across the stage, and they sing him Happy Birthday, and she blows out the candle. Oh out of his my ass. God, dude! Aaliyah, Aaliyah blew out the candle <laughs> out of Joe's ass, dude. You know, while he was naked on oh, stage. You know what's crazy man. is he has a picture in the office. You, He's <laughs> got a picture of this dude in the office of her actually there blowing <laughs> it out, and you can see the picture. There it is. There it is right there. Yeah, there it goes right there. <laughs> we got to put this in the edit. I got to send hey, this to you, Jay. Hey, so oh there, there, there is the there is the picture, and the, so when the, when I seen this picture, I'm all. Is that big Joe that had the candle in his ass? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, wow. Well, the funnier thing is, too, when they came to find me, they were like, hold on, Joe. We got uh, Cash was on the phone with you, and so was Salar. They got, they got somebody on the phone, and his first comment to me was, who blew a candle out for you on your birthday? And I was like, wait a minute. Where are you from, the Bay? Yeah. And he goes, you know it. And I go, oh, my God, Aaliyah blew a candle out for me on my birthday. Aaliyah. But just for him to ask me, who blew out a candle for you on your birthday? No one's going to say something like that. It's crazy. That that's, that's, that's called name recognition. Joe Grande, Aaliyah. 
candle blown out in yeah. his birthday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Google it. Yes. It's a good thing. And speaking of game recognition, mm-hmm. Rotary Garden Hydroponics North America, that's game recognition. Absolutely. Because what you're doing, Brian, is game changer. Yes. And I appreciate the history of you being a young lad coming to the concert, supporting uh, my road and, and radio and this and that and, and seeing me. And, and I'm just happy that I see a, a fellow Bay Area, you know what I mean, doing his thing and doing them with equitable a, a partner. Exactly, you yeah. know what equitable I mean. Equitable partner. It's yes, just dope, dude. man. Well, I, I take that. I take Absolutely. my hat out to you, and Thank I and you. I yes, want to give you that props and shine, Absolutely. and say Thank we're you. proud of you as well. Thank you. You know Thank what I mean. You. We've come somewhere, but you've definitely go, been somewhere and going. Hey, you know, and I and I hope to hope to you know continue on with this relationship as we're uh, um you know a young company growing, and we want to be you know right next to you guys as you guys are growing too as well. And yeah. support each other in our endeavors because we'll be at a lot of the shows you guys will be at. Like we will be at um, Emerald Cup this year. Sure, um, yeah. have a booth there. And what actually the machines will be here in November, so that way we can actually have it physically running. And then we're gonna go on to the next level. With what, you guys. what does one of these machines cost? I mean, you know, is it is it is it a it's, very it's, expensive? It's, or? No, it's actually it's really feasible. Really? It's really feasible. We're looking anywhere upwards of forty thousand dollars a unit. It's not bad. Ah, no. And, and how many? It'll produce approximately forty. Uh, how, uh, how many? How many plants again? Three hundred and twenty plants are held inside of the Rotary Garden hydroponic machine, and in ten weeks' time, sixty-five percent less energy, fifty percent less water. You're going to produce about forty pounds. So, uh, and that, and that's that's cured. That's not wet weight. Well, I'm talking about cured. So you're getting 58 grams cured. That's what I have on the data sheet from Hohenheim. Oh, wow. So we, like, I already took off all the stick stems and, and, and wet weight, the whole nine yards. You're getting 58 grams per plant every wow, harvest. Now, cured. Do you guys, and, and hella fast, too. Do, yeah. you guys give, do you guys give them, like, a, a feeding schedule to go with that? So, or, so, the, so the actual Rotary Garden comes with these, um, with these computer programs in there because they're automated. It's almost like AI-assisted. We have um, a system called IQ Grow. Okay. That goes in there and gives you all the seed to cell data and tells you exactly what the cell in your environment, you know, what it's going to take. And it has a nutrient uh, program as well that feeds it automatically. So the nutrient, um, the nutrient software coming out of Germany will tell you exactly what nutrients to put in there for the best. And growth. that comes with the whole forty thousand. Yes, it does. That's hot. And it comes, and you also get a service too, because we are also going to walk you through the whole process. Training, training. We don't, we don't want to leave anybody behind, especially with new technology like this coming to the states. It's really hard to get people to brand onto your brand. So we want to make sure that they know that we're going to be with them every step of the way. So is Hohenheim. So is Canatop, and all of us. We come with the bag. Man. Well, man. where can they find you online? www.rotarygardenusa.com. That's where we're at. Um, excuse me, rotarygardenhydroponicsusa.com. Come see us, check us out. It's kind of long, but once you get there, you'll love it. Oh, not only that, you're going to love the products at the end. And for that quick a time, I see Blue geeking out. But he's our expert it. here on the yeah. panel. Absolutely. As he's a grower and a shower. Yes. And the guy might, Thank I see him when he's like, how much? Like, I see this brain going, how much? Well, Could I fit that in my garage? Is what he's thinking probably. <laughs> you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I already know this the size guy. Of, hey, the, size him, of, the size of an SUV, you can, you can have it. Oh, he's probably going to be like, hey, that's your player price. And then I could put four in there. Absolutely. six. Absolutely. You can keep on those you know, the crazy thing is, is like when I when I started doing the numbers and I was, I was looking at what it was producing and it, it started saying metric ton after you get to like 20 machines, like, well, 304 machines is one canopy acre. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. instead of instead of going out into the field harvesting light depth or outdoor, 304 of these is one canopy acre and you're pulling metric tons out instantly. In wow. 10 weeks. wow. In 10 weeks, it's folks. Awesome. It's a product you want to go check out. Rotary Gardens Hydroponics North America. It is my man, Brian Gray. It's thank Cannabis you, Talk you. 101 Blue. If nobody else loves you, we, we do. do. Peace. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.